right, everybody. Welcome to um, what we will be calling Wife Swapped Part 2. We are back again, swapping part wives. Two, part 2 of a question mark part series. Yeah, we don't know how many. Is, <laughs> I don't know how long <laughs> we're, we're going to be doing a Wife Swap recap podcast, but basically it's like... Uh, you know, as it's long like when as you get Brandon a, thinks it's the best show ever made, which will probably <laughs> be about four to six weeks. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a why it's definitely you called it the spiciest show you've ever seen. I mean, it's pretty nuts. It's but pretty we, picante. Yeah. So this is yeah part two of part of like question mark parts. You know, uh, but why don't you I, introduce the guests, Brandon? Because I'm yes, kind of the I guest will, here. I, I will introduce the guests because. These these two are I I think uh well Anna Anna Saragina first time guest first time Jamel he's got two mics back on the pod <laughs> you got Anna pod. on the show first time Anna's on the show you got her behind the paywall I mean this People is like, ain't nobody come on this son. is premium this is premium stuff yeah, it's premium blend so. there's yeah, gonna true. be that's yeah true. this is premium blend I mean it's <laughs> really more of a compliment that's when true. you think about it it's like we think that yeah. people would pay for her yeah. you know. If, if we well, kept her outside, it's like, real, oh, people wouldn't pay heads. to listen to her. It's more of a compliment, you know? It's like... Yeah, I get, I get it. Yeah. Anna's, Anna's insights are important because she was the reason why this this even started. Why this series started. Because I, I had posted the Mark McGrath thing, right? Mark McGrath wishing Jack a happy birthday on Cameo. We have since talked... He will be coming on the pod. Future We've friend of the pod, Mark McGrath. Very soon by the time this comes future out. Sound future investment. Future friend of the pod. He's coming on the pod. We are recording on August 4th at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Damn. It's locked you into the Google Cal. You, promote, you promoted the recording time? <laughs> the time. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's in my calendar. I have a Mark McGrath-related Google calendar yes. uh, event, and that makes me very happy. This is I'm, like I'm giving I'm giving them a peek behind the curtain. Yeah, it's part it's yeah, a, right, a major yeah. reverse bucket list item checked off, which is my yes. reverse bucket list being um things that I didn't know I wanted to accomplish by the end of my <laughs> life. You know, I, I it's yeah. a, a list that I add to after I do the things, you know, and I'm like, Absolutely. okay, I'm glad I did that, even though I d- technically <laughs> didn't think of it beforehand. It's now going on my bucket list, you know, a hundred percent. And that being yeah, said, so no I Mark had, McGrath slander on this episode. He's no Mark McGrath slander. Well, at, as I'm we've discussed off pod, Mark McGrath, absolute angel in his celebrity wife swap episode. Sweetie. And the only reason why I know about his episode of celebrity wife swap is because of Anna. Anna introduced it to me. I was about to watch it by myself. <laughs> and then I was like, well, I can't, I can't do that. You need a companion. Yeah. Yeah. And so me and Jamel did did watch this together, uh, Mark McGrath and Coolio on Celebrity Wife Swap. So that is what we will be discussing today is the Mark McGrath and Coolio episode of Celebrity Wife Swap. But there's there's also we watched more. There's me more. And we're doing two more. episodes today. We did watch Which, more. You know, yeah. So we're also we'll, discussing we'll discuss those as well. Yeah, we'll also be discussing um, an episode featuring comedian Andy Dick. And um, Lorenzo Lamas is that his name, Brandon? Yeah, the, Lorenzo the renegade Lamas. himself. I mean, yeah, you guys renegade. are talking about this guy like as if I should know who he is. Lorenzo Lamas. He was on a show called Renegade. I've never heard of it in my life. I gotta tell you, it's the perfect show to bag up weed to. 
<laughs> You've watched this show? Yeah. Oh in my, my god. In my heaviest trap days, I I had just bu- I bought a digital antenna <laughs> from like yeah from like Foreman Mills, which is Hood Big Lots. <laughs> and I I was just running episode. It would just always be on whenever I needed to like weigh I mean, out some weight. Jamel Jamel has the wildest cultural diet of anyone I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where he just exclusively watch, watches like procedurals. He only watches like Ion. Yeah. Like yeah. hacks. I yeah. think you still get you get an antenna where you still get packs. I have that too, Jamel. You can still watch packs. <laughs> they, yeah, they hack my antenna is jailbroken. <laughs> the jailbroken. Yeah. I the got jailbroken CISO antennas, on my shit. you can get crazy get shit. You got show. CISO? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, got, I, got, I get CISO homes. <laughs> You, you get you king. get channels on those that like you're not sure if they're real channels or not. You wonder. It, you see them. You're like, right. where are they broadcasting this from? Like, is this real or is it like some yeah, kid? Every, every, every the, time I hit up Jamel, I'm like, oh, what are you doing, man? And he's like, oh, I'm ordering Chipotle on Uber Eats and watching uh, Bounce Christ. TV three. Yeah. <laughs> now I've done that more. I I only ordered Chipotle online one time. I've shamed. I have shamed you for that because we do live in LA, and that is, I got hey. so mad when there was a Chipotle in Echo Park, because it's like next to like 500 Mexican-owned finally Mexican some restaurants. authentic cuisine. Perfect. And then you know, I'm Jamel, not an authentic. I'm not authentic in, at all. I'm a fucking fraud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That's that's interesting that you think of it. That I don't want to go on a Mexican food tangent, Brandon. But yeah, hold on. I don't yeah. I don't even view those in the same category. You know, view Chipo- what Chipotle and like look taco man, we stands. Don't, we don't gotta think oh, too sure, hard about it. Jamel Jamel likes to eat play school fucking pretend <laughs> Mexican food. Okay, we know that now. <laughs> I mean, it's like you no, go I there I, a good bowl. You know, you can't knock their bowl. Yeah. Come on, man! It's it's whole thirty. It's goddamn whole thirty. What y'all want from me? (laughs) Keto, keto, Jamel. All right. Well, listen. We're not here to talk about Chipotle. We have we've gathered here today to talk about ABC's spinoff of their hit show Wife Swap. Their their hit spinoff Celebrity Wife Swap season two, episode four, I believe. Yeah. So let's see. We're gonna start with the Coolio Mark McGrath one. Um, for those of you who don't know, somehow, uh, Mark McGrath, singer of the band Sugar Ray, um, with uh, hit songs such as Fly, Every Morning, um, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, many others, bangers, bangers on bangers. I'm a big fan. Someday. He's, someday. Many others. Yeah, yeah he's when gonna, it's over. He's been, when it's over, he's been a host. When it's over. <laughs> when it's um, over. You know. <laughs> Great song. He's hosted shows. Uh, he was once... Uh, you know, awarded many hot guy related awards, you know, number one <laughs> hot, hot guy hunk of the year. At, at one point was just the, the biggest heartthrob. Uh, who's giving out, who's giving out these awards in the nineties, dude, that was like number the one Oscars of the nineties. You had like bleached hair awards and like ab, ab yeah. related awards, Rolling Stone, like, you know, they'd have like hottest 100 guys, you know? Like, yeah. That's what it was all about back then. He had um, to have been on the people list at, yeah, so, at one point. No, for sure. I think People Magazine, 100%. Sweeping it. Yeah. But anyway, Mark McGrath, um, he swaps lives with um, Coolio, famous mostly for his hit song, Gangster's Paradise. I mean, I- iconic. Um, a rapper from Compton. Um, although probably, you know, probably not the first one you'd think of from Compton. Incidentally from Compton, 
You know? Yeah. Uh, Maybe the fourth rapper I would think of from Compton. Fourth? Is that fourth? That's high. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I would say yeah, like sixth or seventh. It's really good. I thought yeah. Pennsylvania for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, most, I, I think uh, most of our listeners would probably know him from the Keenan and Kel theme song. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's another or one. <laughs> via Weird Al. Pro- probably. Oh, the Weird yeah. Al cover? A decent amount. I have a very big treat for you guys that I didn't tell you about that I'm, I'm waiting for the perfect moment to drop about. Is it Coolio, Coolio related? It's absolutely, it's 100% Coolio. So is, are you dropping <laughs> it now or are we like waiting for the I treat? I don't know. This I mean, how teaser. do you want to build tension? I let's mean, keep it going. Let's, let's move on. We'll bring the treat later. Um, yeah, whenever you're ready. So this, I think these will be a little different um, than the, the last episode that we did because I, right off the top, Celebrity Wife Swap, I've noticed there's just some... First of all, it's a newer program. Newer program, and it's different. Yeah. Uh, the biggest differences I noticed is that these are celebrities. So you, would, even though all celebrities are freaks, the the normal version of Wife Swap, like they are sweeping the nation, combing it for the, the ripest freaks growing on the freak tree. And they're picking them <laughs> and putting them <laughs> at odds with each other. But this is, they're celebrities, so they're just like, they're weird, but also, you know, these people, we do know who they are. So it's completely the opposite. On, on a normal episode of Wife Swap, it's freaks who want to be famous and they're kind of hamming it up. Now it's like Coolio and Mark McGrath and they're both, they have public images. They make money off their public image and they're trying to be normal. They're like, oh, I'm just a good dad and like, I don't do anything weird. Nothing weird here. Like my house is clean. I'm regular. Removing removing the artifice. Yeah. I, I don't think you know? Coolio was attempting to look normal at all. Not at all. But no, <laughs> Coolio yeah. at no point makes an attempt to seem normal. No, but yeah, but nah. I, where that's normal. Where that stood out to me was like when he talked to Mark McGrath at the end and they're really polite to each other and cool. I'm like, Oh yeah, they're not gonna get mad at each other on TV. Like they're oh, not yeah, just true. gonna start like a beef and <laughs> have that be a tabloid item, you know? Yeah. Although we're, we we are getting ahead of ourselves with the the reunion, yes, Absolutely. I know. I do have some thoughts about the reunion, but I do want to go chronologically. Okay, so let's um let's explain the situation. I'll I'll, I'll be brief and let you guys jump in. So Mark McGrath, um he li- he's living in Southern California, beautiful home, uh, in Studio City. Oh, Studio, Studio City, beautiful home, beautiful right next yeah. to the Studio sign. City home, right That's next. To the <laughs> very sign. interesting yeah. choice. Very immediately <laughs> sweetheart. Studio City Sweetheart. For, yes. For non-Angelinos, yeah. would one of you guys want to describe Studio City in terms of like what part of town that is, what are the, the energies are? Can I can I personal anecdote? Please. Is that okay? <laughs> Please. Yes. Um, a woman's journey. I dated someone who lived in Studio City, and he he recently had been a juggalo. So I think that's a good. <laughs> Wait, that's he a had recently okay. been a juggalo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that's perfect Studio City energy. It's like the a Indiana of yeah. LA. <laughs> Yeah. So you're getting at Studio City is definitely on the wrong side of the mountain. You know, you know when you get yes. over there that things are a little different now. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's in it's over the mountain. Um, it's it's near the studios. Um, it, you would live over there if you work at one of the studios. It's like kind of a mix of there's some nice neighborhoods over there, but there's also like Universal Studios, the literal Universal Studios, and the theme park. Um. I'll just I'll leave Studio City at this. I believe that there is a a large uh, building. One of the tallest buildings has a giant minion on it. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that is uh, in the yeah. mountains. But There's... also, 
a lot of pro skaters live in Studio City. Yeah, a lot reason. of pro yes. skaters, a lot, lot of Disney actors on lean, a lot of Disney actors it's on hard place. drugs out there. Uh, a lot yeah. of people with little teeth. I'm talking Disney little teeth fans. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah dolphin yes. teeth as they as dolphin they teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, that's kind of, I mean, it's a nice area that's just strange um and then it's just coolio yeah, lives in suburb coolio lives in las vegas nevada i do not know why yes unclear why he has like worst worst place for him to he be. he has like a pretty nice i think it's very i think it's very clear <laughs> mark mcgrath has a um <laughs> mark mcgrath has a very nice home i'd say like a big house coolio's house is also big uh that being said he lives in las vegas so it probably costs fifteen thousand dollars is what Coolio paid for that <laughs> three-story home in the suburbs of Las Vegas. Um, there he are there are he perks. traded it with one of those ladies who hands out the escort cards. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it is an interesting we, choice. We should mention that this episode of of Celebrity Wife Swap is uh, they're they're pretty liberal with the use of wife. That's once once you get to Celebrity Wife Swap. That's a theme. Regular Wife Swap. A lot of girlfriends. They're very traditional with their their the monogamous marriage, you know, nuclear family situation. Celebrity wife swap. You've got Coolio with his girlfriend. Whom he immediately points out is his girlfriend and makes yes. her point out she's his girlfriend. <laughs> They're definitely not in a matrimony at all. Absolutely not. Not at all. <laughs> That's and she works two jobs, which is very she's a bartender and a dancer. And it's it's very it's it's strange that you know I I think it's great that she works those two jobs but if you're gonna date what why would you date Coolio if you still have to work exactly and that's and a Coolio, theme in Celebrity well, Wife Swap that I've noticed in the episodes I've watched yes there's been a lot of celebrities where it's like the celebrity is is on their like fourth <laughs> wife or something and. They have like a nice house and everything, but then they're like, "Yeah, this is my wife. Uh, she works construction to p- pay the bills. She's an underwater <laughs> welder um, at night, and uh, she just enlisted in the Marines uh, to take yeah. to ca- take care of me. But I'm yeah, yeah. I'm still I mean, successful. I'm not struggling yeah, at all. Is by no means a provider. No, but no. he he babysits sometimes. Well, hey, yeah, he's, you're, you're like, playing fast and loose with yeah. So that's what he he sleeps until noon, and then he mostly just golfs with his boys. Yeah, he, yeah. he golfs he, with hey, the crew. Hey, he really he reclines on the couch. I mean, you know. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're using <laughs> recline pretty loose as well. That man was <laughs> zooted. <laughs> <laughs> so Coolio is, by the way, just completely bald, shaved head now, except for a few strands of hair. Oh, He's always had wild the hair. Two. Strategically placed. Don't just say strands like you got a comb <laughs> over. He's got two. Pigtails. Like antenna pigtails. Yeah. Which and he later, wears hats that his, are custom hats. Yeah. Custom, a, a custom Kangol? He's wearing like a team. master's. With a space? Yes. Oh, oh my God. But his girlfriend's daughter at some point says, you're little and you have pigtails. And I've never previously thought of his hair as pigtails. <laughs> and I got to say, what a, what a master of language that you yeah. The is. daughter absolutely <laughs> had quips. Yeah. At one point, the 14-year-old daughter of his girlfriend goes... Majanique. Shout uh, out to Majanique. Majanique. Majanique <laughs> fucking rocked. Dude, yeah. she was like, she was like, uh, oh, yeah, uh, my ex-boyfriend. And then he's like, how are you 14 with an ex? And she's like, how are you 50 and you don't have a wife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoa. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, look, incredible stuff. I support that, and also, as we find out, his um his girlfriend's actually a, gr- a very great woman. I'd say, like she she goes to live yeah. with Mark McGrath. Their whole thing is like it looks like Mark McGrath has a very loving, stable household that he's just like. Yes. I mean, when I watch it, I'm like, oh yeah, this guy's like was spent his whole life in Sugar Ray. Like I've been very outspoken on this podcast saying that Mark McGrath's lifestyle in 1998 to 2001 was probably just off the charts insane, right? Like crazy on top of the world. And you've been, uh, so you've been very open about this point. I couldn't imagine so much private bowling. He <laughs> oh, probably so was oh dog. He was in fucking Scooby Doo. Yeah. So so I mean, to me it's just like now he's suddenly a suburban dad. I bet he just kind of doesn't know what to do with himself. And he like just helps the kids too much. They say he's a hover, hover, uh, helicopter dad yeah. is basically, I mean, your honor, yeah. his only crime is being too good, too present of a dad. Yeah. He likes his kids too <laughs> <Yes>. much. <laughs> he, the whole time I'm like, kids too come much. on, Sorry. is this like really bad? <laughs> like you're complaining that Mark McGrath, who's the singer of a nineties alternative band, I mean, to me, he should get a medal for even being present in these kids' lives. Like, I mean, that's fair. He's now like that, defying the odds. You're getting to some realness there. But, I mean, if my dad was in, like, Cameo or some shit, yeah. I wouldn't want him all up my ass. Like, yo, take your fucking R&B ass into your own room, dude. Damn. Yeah. So, and, by, and by the way, I was, I was re-watching this morning. The kids' names are Hartley and Layden or Lydon. Wow. Oh, yeah, okay. Lydon, yeah. Okay, my but my man Lydon, very kind of the way he's he's expressing gender in a sort of very like queering the narrative kind of way. I, and the parents <laughs> are very encouraging at a time when it was like I don't know when this was recorded. I'm talking, I mean maybe 2013. I missed maybe that two, part. What was he doing? Absolutely commend their parenting. What was he doing? Wonderful. What was Lydon doing? Or is this a joke was, that I'm not getting? Was, I, I don't remember that like part. He's just like commonly wearing skirts and okay. like okay. I don't know not. The, uh, traditionally masculine outfits got it great yeah, yeah. Lydon we pat you on the back so basically yeah the, the this episode is mainly about uh there's mark mcgrath is there too much he's like uh you know really on everybody's back too much he's like worried all the time over over parenting and then coolio is literally not doing anything um he's going golfing no. like makes his wife his wife works overnight shifts at a place called Hookah Palace. <laughs> or his girlfriend, Man. rather. His girlfriend. I mean, uh, yeah. Julio's not his wife. Julio will make sure that you do not call her his wife. Julio's biggest crime to me is letting his girlfriend work at a place called Hookah Palace. I mean, yeah. for me, it's like, if you could do one thing for the, the one you care about, it's to get them out of Hookah Palace and into your palace. Right. You know? Well, that's that's what that's something so wild about the whole Coolio and Coolio's girlfriend dynamic is that he, like, he doesn't he hasn't earned the right to act like this, right? He hasn't he hasn't like provided for her. Yeah, right? he like needs she to take her out of the palace. Every yeah, she she works two jobs. The whole point of like the 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 way people justify like a Tony Soprano lifestyle. Is to be like, oh, well, you know, yeah, I fucking, yeah, I cheat on my wife. Yeah, you know, I'm never there, but, like, I bought this big house and I pay for stuff. Coolio doesn't even do that. Yeah. But then again, those aren't his kids. Let us be, those are not his kids. So this aren't his kids. So, 
J- Jamel, no. keep going. Cause I have something to say about this too. Uh, that's just that's just an important note. There's no, a renter's agreement that I think we're missing here. <laughs> that Coolio's really leaning into. Jamel, there's. I had a full reversal. I have notes in the beginning of my notes. I'm like, dude, Coolio sucks ass, man. That's one of my notes because he does suck ass. He's like a piece of shit in the beginning of this, and then. Like and I was thinking that during the golf, and then when her, there's a scene where uh, the girlfriend's daughter, the oldest one, is like talking about. She's like, I don't really have a relationship with Coolio. I basically never see him. Um, you know, I don't know him that well. He didn't come to my ice skating birthday party. And she, when she was calling him Coolio, it hit me. I'm like, wait, I think this might yeah. be more of the girlfriend's fault for dating Coolio because you don't accidentally date Coolio. Yes. It's sort of just like, wait, why is this woman dating Coolio? Like this, like, <laughs> this certain, is, you dated Coolio and it, you saw this and it's like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't date Coolio. It's not like you <laughs> accidentally found out he's Coolio. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's, you never forget that it's Coolio because his girlfriend and her kids only call him Coolio. I still <laughs> do not know Coolio's first name and I have not looked it up. Okay, he but re- they only regularly refers to himself as Coolio. So they're Coolio-based yes. statements. Coolio does not go ice skating. Coolio yes. thinks ice skating is dangerous. Uh, Which so. is fucking ridiculous. Your name is Coolio, dog. You should be on some ice, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> Don't keep calling yourself Coolio if you're not comfortable around ice. <laughs> uh, truly, yeah. You got a government name, man. Dang. He- there so well before they switch before they swap wife and girlfriend you do get a glimpse into their home life and inside the coolio household you see you know coolio he's kind of he's chilling on the couch he's not really getting involved and the wife or not the wife the girlfriend coolio's girlfriend is uh is like in the kitchen and uh at one point she has a bowl of hot dogs on the kitchen table and the the little boy just squirts a bunch of ketchup into this bowl of hot dogs despicable i don't know why there was a bowl of hot dogs yeah never there's never a need to put hot dogs in a bowl no (laughs) i've i've never seen hot dogs in a bowl not should not unless it's at some point the boy asks coolio to go get him hot dogs plural and coolio says coolio does not go get hot dogs (laughs) oh yeah coolio coolio says yeah, Coolio's Coolio's a cook, not a server. Jamel's yeah. dying over yeah. there. That's a line. By the way, that's a really yes. funny rule, a permanent rule to have set for yourself is that you don't. That's one thing I do is go get hot dogs. I have never done it, <laughs> and I never will get hot dogs. Okay. And with with regards to Coolio in the kitchen, there is a there's like a scene where he's making dinner. He's taking too long. It's like approaching 10 p.m. The kids are hungry. The girlfriend's hungry. And uh, at one point, the, the, there's like a, a testimonial with the little kid where the little kid's like, Coolio needs to cook faster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I think this is a really good time for me to unveil my facts, okay. actually. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, because please. at some point, uh, he says the tit- what will eventually you'll find out is a titular line called, he says, this is cooking with Coolio. Now, there is a very short-lived show called Cooking with Coolio, in which Coolio tried to, um, you know, kind of bring a, um, 
just your regular average cooking with a celebrity style show to the people. Um, I forget the, it wasn't on YouTube. There's a very specific um, video content uh, page that dishes this out, but he tried to make a uh, catchphrase happen. The catchphrase was Shaka Zulu. Um, and he, he has like women come stand uncomfortably behind him and he has a sous chef. But he's making things like a caprese salad, and and the result is lackluster at best. I'll be very honest with you. So <laughs> okay. uh, I haven't looked at the timeline, so I don't know if he debuted the phrase cooking with Coolio and Celebrity Wife Swap and used it as a sort of soft launch pad, or if yeah. it was sort of maybe a soft reference to the past. But, you know, that's, a, that's mm. something you guys can look up. Oh, wow. We will dive yeah. into right. this. Wow. Coolio used this terrible showing as a launch pad for something big. oh it was a launch uh, jumping no, off I'm, gonna look, I'm gonna look up the years i'm gonna look up the years right now like potentially like, the worst showing in celebrity wife swap history he thought and he's like he's like you know I, I think i got something yeah exactly oh like that episode was <laughs> yeah that Perhaps. episode oh interesting that is so Perhaps. funny like he just he loved it like, so much yeah so so basically, okay, so you can keep looking that up. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll proceed. Yeah, his, his takeaway from being a terrible father was, I should start a cooking show. Yeah. <laughs> so I got. Coolio likes going out golfing with his boys, which shout out to Coolio for like having a crew in Vegas, like a daytime <laughs> crew. I, I like that he, you know, he's quite, you know, he's not young, but he has the boys. To have the boys at yeah. his age is good. I mean, you're doing good. Yeah. Um, they they golf at a golf course that's like barely a golf course. It's like dirt. It's a brown golf yeah. course. The well, grass he's a, is he's entirely dead. Up at like Top Golf or whatever. He's in Vegas. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay, it's, you yeah. guys. I have devastating news though. Cooking with Coolio was a short-lived show uh, from 2008, and the Celebrity Wife Swap episode is from 2013. Oh. Meaning oh, so he that like, he was mournfully looking to his past. Okay. Um, perhaps wow. looking to revive some interest and pitch to a new network. So, you know. He's trying yeah. to reheat, anyway. if you will. Yeah. Pun intended. Sable just you know? reheated. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Throw it back on. Um, so, yeah. I was saying way a while ago is that at a certain point I realized I'm like, oh, maybe this isn't really Coolio's fault. Maybe it's even weird for him to be on this show presented in a way where he might he's like obligated to be raising his the kids of like this girl he's just dating and like letting live in his house. I don't, I, we don't really know the situation. So I, I, at a certain point I flipped and I'm like, maybe this isn't Coolio's fault. Maybe like he shouldn't even be on camera right now. Like this is literally, maybe he's being generous by letting her stay at his house with her kids. You know, I have no idea, but I, I switched and I'm, I'm like, yeah, maybe it's, uh, the fault of, uh, these children's mom, like maybe she just shouldn't be dating Coolio at all. Maybe she should break up with him and be uh, not having them live in Coolio's <laughs> house, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean... Look, if your lease is up and Coolio walks into <laughs> your hookah lounge... <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Because it's just something to consider, bro. That's all. You know? Yeah. You hit the hookah yeah, Jack. hard enough. Yeah. You gotta... Yeah, Google power dynamics, Jack. Well, you know, I, I quite, you know, I'm, I'm telling she's you. She's helpless under the, the power of Coolio's clout. Think so? I happen to think she's just running the show. I she's think she's like, running the show, too. I'll do everything. Yeah. You just stay in bed. I don't pay rent. 
<laughs> Wait, what if and she's just she's just saving she's two paychecks? She's got to pay rent. She works two jobs. Wait, also she, we don't know saving yeah, all that though, put, man. Why she's yeah, saving all that though? Saving she's, up. Coolio still hasn't spent his fantastic voyage money. Yeah, y'all need to put some respect on Coolio's name. <laughs> maybe I need to maybe I need to check my male privilege right now and rethink the fact that I I just assumed it was his house. Like I assumed. No, you're it, you're actually right because what if it's her we house? We don't discuss, know. We won't discuss the end, but at the end. Okay. Uh, there's there's a yeah, fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I I missed this yes. fact. See, I did I had to but plow through. But then there's these. even more after that that me and well, Jamel <laughs> found, we did found we more, uncovered more a third out. layer. Okay. Yeah, okay. Afterwards. So layer. let's let's yes. keep cruising. So basically, what happens is like you know they learn some like kind of mild lessons. Uh, there's like a sit down. Um, feel free to chime in if you have any more details. You like like uh, the. Coolio's girlfriend teaches Mark McGrath like, hey, you know, you don't have to sleep with your kid instead of your wife. Like, he's old enough to sleep by himself. Oh, like, well, yeah, I, w- I will say with regards to that, very funny, very funny testimonial from from uh, Mark McGrath where he's like, they, they, fi- they finally put the kid to sleep by himself for the first time in months. This kid has not slept by himself. Mark has, has to sleep with him at night for him to go to sleep. And uh, this is the first night where they've they've put their kid to bed, and he goes to sleep. And Mark, he's he's giving a testimonial, and he goes, uh, "Yeah, you know, I it's it's good that you know he's finally going to sleep by himself, cause uh, I'd really like to sleep in bed with my wife again, if you know what I mean." Hey, you know what? <laughs> Come on, Mark, classic dad here. I was like, buddy, I know exactly what you mean, <laughs> buddy. Mark, good. Yes. Mark forgot he had a penis. <laughs> he was so worried about his kids dying, he yes. forgot he had a dick entirely. But oh, right. completely unrelated to what you're talking about, I, I do want to point out Mark McGrath very well dressed. That wasn't in my notes. Really, hey. Dad? <laughs> Y'all should have told me how pro Mark McGrath this was going to be. Well, what do you do? You have some anti stuff to say? I'll edit this out. No, no. I mean, oh, I'm, I got, I'm saying, I got beef. No, I got, I got Mark McGrath slander for days. I thought that's why I mean, brought me here. Like you could say it. You have the freedom to <laughs> nah, say nah, it. Nah, I, I will I edit it out I though. This is a pro Mark McGrath podcast. It will be edited out. I only pro. have, I only have one issue with anything that Mark McGrath said in this episode. Oh, I think I know. I will what it say is. that. Yeah, towards the end. Well, but okay. Yeah, well, I mean, you mentioned it to me, and then I, I interpreted it a different way when we got there. But um, so. They learn some lessons. He learns that. And then, like, she has to sit down with Coolio and is like, realizes that he didn't grow up with the dad. His dad was in jail. So, like, maybe he didn't doesn't even know how to really be a father figure. And she's like, you should be around oh. more. And he's like. Yeah, she she kind of does some, like, therapy yeah. style <laughs> stuff, which yeah. he does not take too well. No, he's which like. Which he's eating. He, he's he's eating, actually a little busy. You're getting too okay. personal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And by the way, not to criticize the way a man is eating. I know that's private and women should stay out. But. <laughs> The way sure. he's eating is repugnant at best. Uh, apprehensive. <laughs> it's just abhorrent. Absolutely abhorrent. Oh my god! Yes. Eating. He's constantly wiping. He's while he's saying, "I don't want to connect," you know. And then yeah. he wipes about five more times, and then he excuses himself for a second, and then it's up yeah. to her to clean up. All because Mark McGrath's wife asked him if he had a dad. Yeah. I know. Don't, don't ask. She just asked him like, <laughs> don't do you ask. have a problem with? She goes, "Do you have a problem with um, expressing affection?" And he's like, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> like, yeah. she's like, I, I guess I got to clean up these plates because I asked about his relationship with his father. Coolio, <laughs> have you ever felt anything before? Shut up. Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He gets so mad. Yeah. 
Oh, but yeah. those birds are a cry. By the way, fish. and mind you, oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I just want to say that the night before, if you if we can all famously remember, he took about four hours to cook. So she actually went to her bartending at the hookah lounge shift entirely hungry. Um, you know, oh yes. So she now she's hookah. watching him not only eat but walk. You know, she has to clean. She can't even catch up in last night's dinner. I mean, it's just very. It's a big mess. Relationship yeah, with food. Tough. Yeah. No, that's not good. Um, I also want to point out that Mark McGrath, I believe. Mark, Mark McGrath Sr. lives with the family and uh, his mom. Is it his parents or is it his wife? I think that's her parents. Oh, her parents. No, that's her parents. And they just have because the grandma yeah. looks just like this lady. Yeah, okay, like, it's spooky. Well, there's like yeah, there's an old man who's very very pleasant looking in like a pork pie hat who's just kind of like there the whole time and he like chimes in just being like now that's what i'm talking about like i could get <laughs> yes. behind that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you can't forget yes. he's there until oh. they cut to him. That's an incredible part of the episode where, like, there 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 will be some sort of like small change in the in the household, and he's he'll be like, "Now nah, that's what I call parenting." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have another episode to discuss. So let's get to the reunion. So they finally meet up, and we get to see Mark McGrath and Coolia. Which normally this is really awkward when this happens on the shows because it's two strangers meeting that like traded wives. And oh, but they, they usually hate the other. other wife. Coolio and Mark McGrath like have met each other at the VMAs in 98 or whatever. And they're like, yo, man, like they're doing like the celebrity thing. Be like, what's up? Uh, how's it going, yeah. man? It's been a long time. Like they did music festivals together. Yeah. They, like, Coolio, Coolio made sure to point out that like I'm definitely familiar with Mark McGrath when my song Gangster's Paradise was quite popular. <laughs> I believe he was getting his start as well. Right. Yeah. Then, yes. <laughs> yeah. You can <laughs> these two. You could tell that these two actually know who each other is. The episode that we're about to talk about is really, really funny because like you could tell neither of them knew who each other was and one of them one of the the women the wife picks up a picture and she goes oh my god i can't believe it it's comedian andy dick <laughs> like you could tell yeah. that she read it off of a page <laughs> um but anyway so but yeah these these two have but i'll let you guys oh, take I this i do want to say oh yeah regarding the reunion there and because we've we've mentioned that they have a prior history they these two they they were contemporaries, you know. They were <laughs> like, and you know, they they know each other. But uh, Mark and his wife are at the reunion, that, sitting down first. And uh, Mark is like, "Oh, I'm kind of worried. He's from Compton." <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! You know that you know this guy." <laughs> well, yeah, I. This is like a peer of yours. You said that, and um, you told me about this, and then I saw it. And it, when I saw it, I took it a completely different way because you were—I uh, don't know what you were implying, but I think he was—I think he was saying that like Coolio. Was, I, don't, I don't know what he was implying. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty weird. I think I, maybe I'm being too easy on Mark, but I think he was just making like a bad tough guy type joke. Yeah, that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> maybe I'm. Yeah, weird. no, you. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought he was saying. That's a weird thing for Mark McGrath to say. <laughs> Still weird. <laughs> You know, about like a guy that he knows. He did fucking uh, 1998 Summerfest in Milwaukee wait, with this man. Wait, is that a true? And all he had to say was, uh, all he had to say and said was, I I'm worried Coolio's super strange. <laughs> and I would have yeah. been fine with it. Have you yeah. seen his hat? Brandon, yeah. are you going to use the privilege of your platform to directly address this and maybe explain? Oh, you know, to Mark? Yeah, I mean. 
Just I wondering. Mean, maybe we, maybe we, you know, I don't. We we got to talk about the celebrity wife swap episode. Just nah, wondering. You got nah, please, If know. you don't cancel Mark McGrath you know? for mentioning <laughs> Compton uh, aloud, we gonna have some problems, Brandon. Yeah, no, I'm, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a baited with Z Way style show. Yeah. yeah. If you don't blog trap Mark McGrath. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, you told me about it before, and it was like. A real quick line too. I'm like surprised they threw it in. Um, yeah, yeah. What was the editor thinking? I was like a little more. Yeah, that should not have stayed in the edit. Like I, I was expecting a full cringe, but I'm just sort of like, oh, I, that's just kind of a weird moment that like they maybe shouldn't have put in. You know, I don't really know the context of how he well, said it. Because for the most part, he was a, he's an angel in the episode. As Anna said, his only crime is loving too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, he's he's fucking great. Coolio, I, I guess, eventually reaches a, a breakthrough where he's like, I guess I should hang out with these kids a little bit. And they he, like he's convinced to go ice skating. He does eventually go ice skating. Yeah, which watching is pretty and he enjoys ice himself. Is truly, truly up oh, there he, as, as one of life's greatest pleasures is watching Coolio ice skating. Yes. Yeah. But yes. at the reunion, they, they mention this. Uh, Mark McGrath's wife mentions that Coolio went ice skating. And uh, his girlfriend's like, yeah, that's never going to happen again. <laughs> He's never going to do that. <laughs> um, oh, no. But uh, at the end, you do see, like, they check in, and it says, like, despite Coolio's efforts to uh, improve and be more selfless, uh, they have broken up. Oh, no. <laughs> and then it's a shot of the this, like, single mom with her kids in the apartment. But, Jamel, you, you looked into this more. And tell them yeah. tell them what you found. Uh, basically, I, I I believe they got back together for the sake of television. Uh, they are on a uh, Oprah Network marriage counseling. Oh show wow! From yeah. the the episode aired like March twentieth this year, so they're back <laughs> this year. This year. So if yes. you wanna if you wanna update to the update, holler at own network. I will. And if you if you want an update yes. uh, on the other side of things, just listen to Yeah But Still main feed non Patreon episode coming soon featuring Mark Let's McGrath, um, mid August, friend, friend of the future friend of the pod. Yeah, August fourth, two we gotta p.m. Get August fourth, two p.m. <laughs> we will be zooming with Mark McGrath on August fourth at two p.m. We will <laughs> we will hopefully maybe get Coolio one day too. You know, and for you hyper fans, that means don't text these niggas at that time. Somebody's yes. going to try to hit you up right at that time, and they've mar- yes. they're marking it down right now. Fucking keep that shit to yourself. Oh, no. They yes. are busy. Yeah, it'll be on Do <laughs> Not Absolutely. Disturb mode. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> yeah. I just want to be clear, because I know niggas is marking it in their calendar, too, now. Text Brandon. <laughs> Y'all Jack. need to calm down. <laughs> um, so anything else to say about these two? I mean, what are your final thoughts before we move on to uh, yeah, uh, the I mean, doozy of this? Any any miscellaneous thoughts regarding Mark McGrath and Coolio's episode of Celebrity Wife Swap? I hope uh, Coolio is not uh, popping pills anymore. He's clearly on something. He, oh, they, we talked they, about just... this. <laughs> you, we we were like, you were like, he's he's high as shit this whole time. He's definitely like, you know, whatever. And I was like, there's got to be a third thing in the mix for sure. Yeah. It ain't just weed and alcohol. No. And he seems too sleepy for it to be 
like Molly or something, but he does strike me as a guy who still calls it ecstasy <laughs> and does it. It's a different oh, yeah, we strain. Were talking, he's just on on yeah, ecstasy not, cooking like chicken parmesan yeah. for eight hours. <laughs> he's off. He's off two blue dolphins. Excuse me. Which yeah. a can of a can of what kind of soup did he dump on his chicken? Cream of yellow. Oh. Of course, yes. I'm an idiot. I'm a dumb. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Of course. I mean, we were we we were talking about Coolio's drug habits when we watched that shit and i was saying i was oh i've made the point that like he's definitely not it's not he's not taking molly at night he's taking like ecstasy but he's taking like weird ecstasy pills that like have those cartoon characters oh, on like them. vintage like, he's, he's got getting fucking, the vintage yeah he's got collection like, louis louis anderson like baby <laughs> louis on the fucking <laughs> on on the ecstasy pills. Yeah. He's on the alien. Triple He's doing the stacks. alien. Um, you know. Yeah. Like the Animaniacs He's print. Yes. Um, the Looney Tunes Martin kind of cartoon. Yeah, he of, has yeah, like yeah, a yeah. he has yeah, an yeah, ecstasy yeah. seller. The, the Rugrats breed. Yeah. He has an ecstasy Man. seller those, with those vintages of like ninety nine vintage, yeah. ninety eight vintage, a drawer maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Temperature. Shout out to all yeah. the pill press guys. Yeah. All my pill press guys out there. All my pill press guys doing that work, doing the Lord's work for us. Um, so, all right, moving on, I guess. Oh, Anna, any, well, Anna, any miscellaneous thoughts? Uh, no real miscellaneous, miscellaneous thoughts. I love, yeah, absolutely love the parents. Um, I love when the daughter says you're short and have pigtails. I think that that's awesome. Mm. I love the custom hacked hats. Um, I love the whole thing. And I mean, true love wins at the end. <laughs> and we didn't even talk about Mimi, the girlfriend's eyebrows. And I think that that's very respectful. And I think that that's awesome. Oh, that is very respectful. Very respectful. Well, I didn't want to get into, I wanted to reserve all of my slander in that episode for Coolio. Nice. I yeah. agree. Yeah. So, so that's it. Moving on, this next episode, I've I've teased it, but it's... um. Comedian Andy Dick and Lorenzo Lamas. Um, so Lorenzo Lamas. L Lorenzo Lamas. Uh, I think this one's most striking. Okay, so Andy Dick. I mean, if you don't know who Andy Dick is, I don't think there's a way to explain Andy Dick. Like, just a tour de force um, of a train wreck. I don't oh, know. Did you hear those? Did you hear those there sirens? He goes. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Who's that? They're going for Andy. <laughs> as soon as, as soon as you started talking about Andy Dick, the sirens started blaring outside outside my spot. I'm getting a hell. That's yours. That's a so, lot of yeah. sirens too. That's like <laughs> that's like five stars. Grand Theft Auto, hundred yeah. percent. Um, so I'll explain this unless one of you guys wants to take this uh, <laughs> of the living situations, or feel free to jump in. So Andy Dick. Once oh, yes. again, bending the rules. Andy Dick lives with his baby mama from like the 90s, who seems like a very sweet woman. He lives in her driveway in an Airstream. And I think she says <laughs> yes. that like he lives in an Airstream because of certain <laughs> choices that he's made. Andy said he's been to <laughs> rehab 13 times, um, which is impressive. Yes. Um, and okay, I wrote this down. So there's four girls that live with um, his baby mama, but... And they're very cute, by the way. They're all very adorable. They're like preteens, I'd say. And they seem like very sweet they're Very well-adjusted. Well-adjusted. And um, then he's, yeah. he says... Um, and their mom seems normal, too. For, like, for being Andy Dick's kids, they seem very well-adjusted. 
They're like more mature than him. And then, but he says this comment that stuck out to me. He goes, um, one of four kids is biologically mine, but I've kind of adopted them unofficially, you know, and taken them under my wing. And I just started thinking, I'm like, okay, so only one of the four kids are his. What, who's this other dad and how bad is he to the, to get to the point where Andy Dick taking them in because is like a better situation than whatever else that oh, is or no dad up. at all uh, like yeah old boy died in the war that's what that like was like andy dick <laughs> andy dick uh, <laughs> yeah and you know and you're missing the like the only way you can rebel as a child if andy dick is your dad is to like have good grades yeah. andy dick's running around yes. doing poppers every fucking night <laughs> i mean like <laughs> get a lacrosse scholarship that'll really piss him off for, for those of us who don't know andy dick like in LA, I feel like everybody knows somebody who has a story of just like Andy Dick, yes. a, a funny yes. Andy Dick story, which is basically Andy Dick committing sexual assault, usually on another yes. guy. Yeah. Just like, no, yeah, I, dude. He tried to fuck Brandon right yeah, in front like, of me. The stories are always like, yeah, dude, like I was in the bathroom and like <laughs> Andy Dick came in and asked if I had any coke. And then he just grabbed my dick while I was peeing and like made me pee on the wall and laughed and then ran out. And it was so funny. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, what I mean, the fuck? I heard one that was, the person was like, I was swimming in the ocean, and then I looked to my left, and there was Andy Dick also in the ocean, and he asked to blow me. <laughs> Hell in yeah. the ocean. Yeah, none of the things that you're describing are assault. He asked. Is, <laughs> he did ask. Brandon, yes. I mean, Brandon that's famously has a questionable well, that's, definition. That's why Andy Dick... Andy Dick is fucking bulletproof against me too because he's just like his numbers are so crazy in terms of just like out of pocket behavior where it's just sort of like they tried it. I remember there was some there was some article about like um Andy Dick like sort of like coming on to people on set or whatever and he in response was just like yeah, I don't I'm lonely and horny. What? Brandon Brandon and, has the same type of position um towards comedians getting fired or canceled about that stuff that like police union reps have about like anytime there's something going on with the cops oh, just like nah, yeah, no that's they, for sure. no. look you don't understand the situations these guys go through uh you couldn't understand <laughs> their behavior it's yo it's it's just no, what happens know. when you're I, in a group because i have the same thing with Louis Farrakhan. I'm like, all right, I know he's bad, but calm down. Everybody relax. Just relax for a second. Yeah. Um, if he wasn't I black, mean, I wouldn't say these things. By the way, I, I'm saying this is I'm saying this is somebody who has had my ear licked by Andy Dick. And I, I didn't ask for that. I didn't I didn't want my ear licked by Andy Dick. I'm just Whoa. backstage. I'm an 18-year-old <laughs> high school senior backstage at the oh, no. Bridgetown Comedy Festival in oh, no. 2011. Oh, no. Oh, no. And, you know, he, My baby he boy, before no. he was about to go on. I mean, there's a lot There's a lot to that story where, like, somebody handed me an edible, and then he, like, saw me holding an edible. I had, nev I had maybe smoked weed, like, a few times in my life, had never had an edible before. I didn't know what it did to people. Somebody handed me an edible. He comes up to me. He's like, oh, what, hey, hey, what's up? Can I buy that? I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, I got this for free. I don't have money. I'm a high school student. I go to his hotel room, oh. <laughs> which is that's, I shouldn't oh. have done that. But nothing happened. Okay. Nothing happened. Okay. Basically, I went to his hotel room, and then he has, like, an assistant there. And he's like, oh, I don't have any cash. Can you give him cash? He hands me $20. He eats the edible whole thing. Couple hours pass. We're both at this show. He's backstage, about to go up. I think it just hit. 
and he was he was booked under the under the premise that he was sober. Everybody was like, "Oh, he's sober now." Oh wait, so he's you be on his best you behavior. knocked him wait, off the rails, Brandon? Yeah, I didn't mean you're not. I didn't mean really to. burying the lead. I didn't by the way, this is the this is the Bridgetown where Andy Dick relapsed. <sighs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh. Man. The, the, oh, the one where he he like oh, didn't no. he. Brandon, Wait, just wandering around forever, Portland bro. for like a week. I didn't know. Nah. I didn't mean to. I nah, didn't he mean got to every, do that. No, I'm not. I'm not even gonna put this on you, Brandon. That's you should have been looking your ears, I know. bro. <laughs> hey, he, but, he, you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> on him, bro. This is still, why are you why are you looking on a on a teenager? Why are you looking before on a teenager? I've ever had an edible in my life. I was handed an edible. I had the opportunity for profit presented to me. I handed him an edible had i was up twenty dollars and then all of a sudden years later i'm hearing rumors like brent weinbach was like oh yeah i heard you were selling acid oh, oh no. my god and i was like what no I you were getting fucking, you were getting groomed like, honey you're getting groomed i was okay. getting yeah, yeah exactly rough, exactly wait but brandon wait. pause what what year did you say this was yes 2011 brandon i'm i just googled yes. this you're telling this story as if you're the main character and this is all something that happened to you, like how Andy Dick was weird no, to you. No, I'm not. You definitely. He was a missing person after later. A, a couple oh, of days later, he was a yeah. missing person, and you possibly sent yeah. him down that spiral. You <laughs> you look, flicked man. the marble. I, I did down. Andy's, Andy's the grown up there. He's the grown up. Exactly. Yeah. And they tracked him I was down. in high school. Did you hear that they tracked him down through Twitter because people in Portland were like, oh, I had a weird Andy Dick yes. sighting where he just passed out in this elevator that I'm also in. And then that's how people were able to like, you know, I'm talking just yeah. serial season three him. Just what by, I will by say, various Twitter yes. locations. What's he was most just wandering shocking, around Portland. What's most shocking to me is that you still ended up smoking weed after that. Like how oh, are yeah. you? How can I, you even I, like weed after yeah. you watched a man's you whole life? You would think life I'd just be completely off. Well, it's not like he. It's not like he had that one edible and then he just like went missing. Yeah. <laughs> like That's I true. think it clearly led to some other. We don't know happening, necessarily. Yeah. So yeah. dude, what edible? Like, that show. <laughs> I mean, this is like the equivalent of being like. You remember that year, uh, the big California wildfires in Malibu. Like, yeah, cr weird coincidence is that I left a campfire unattended overnight in Malibu around then. <laughs> and it was a crazy thing that happened to me. Um, you know, I went back and I couldn't get in, but damn, it was so scary for a second. Anywho. <laughs> well, yeah, he so before that, that that so like two hours later, the edible has kicked in and then we're at this show and then he he like pulls me in and he's like, Hey Brandon, let me let me give you some advice. Okay, now ne never plan anything. And then he like licks my ear oh. and then goes up on stage at like a storytelling show <laughs> and he's mm. just like really off God off damn. the edible. At the moth. Horror, the he's moth doing this show? at the moth he's doing <laughs> yeah. this to us. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and rough, uh man. you know, it was he had like a an off-kilter set and uh then that's when sort of the organizers of the festival were like, oh, I don't, uh, maybe Andy Dick isn't sober. And then he kind of started progressively doing like wilder and wilder shit. I heard at one point he, he jumped into the same bathroom stall as Eric Andre um, and uh, was doing some, was just being wild <laughs> this all weekend. But incense peppermints at this point. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I got, I got, I got blamed for that shit though. 
because I found out years later after having moved to LA after having that I was I, I was still living in DC at that time I did stand up for a couple more years in DC eventually moved out to LA and I, I've been in LA for a couple of years things are going all right I call my agent like hey the uh can I get on Bridgetown this year? I, I want to do Bridgetown. I haven't done the Bridgetown in years. And uh, then I get a call back a couple hours later, like, uh, hey, uh, you're actually banned from Bridgetown. Uh, there's there's some sort of situation with Andy Dick? Question mark? Oh, my God. That, I was being, like, that being said, I, do, well, I would I'm, have to ban you. I'm in the clear. I'm in the. I should not have been banned from Bridgetown. Legally, I know, that but is, I'd have, I'd have, I don't know. I'd have had to email you, dog. Like, just hey, just try. I, one yeah, of the other I have. I've not 10, seen festivals, Andy dog. Andy Maybe Wood not. at a fucking barbecue without side eyeing that man since. Ever since, <laughs> I'm like, you know, you know, you know me. You know, this is that. That is wild for the crimes of. You know, just because Andy Dick went missing, now I now I'm banned from this comedy festival. Um, well, the comedy festival doesn't exist anymore, so maybe they shouldn't have. Maybe they shouldn't have banned me. Yeah, that's just not, hey, just for the small point. crime of uh, unlocking <laughs> the gate to the lion cage, I'm now banned from the zoo. Uh, it makes no sense. <laughs> makes no sense. I don't know, man. I was, bro. They're I was in high school. Giving alcohol okay. to the donkey in a petting zoo. I'm now banned. <laughs> I don't get it. It's the donkey's fault for Listen, drinking it. I knew no better. <laughs> I didn't know what I was. What I didn't know. I think, what was about I think to we happen. found our our Patreon preview clip for the episode. By the way, this is a doozy. <laughs> yeah, it's it. I got okay, it. Brandon, um, you starting stand up as a kid, man. It's such a thin line because you mean, were a kid, mm-hmm. but then yeah. it's like, but then it's just like mad older dudes like trying to lean on you but it's like you're a child yes i don't know whose fault exactly. it is oh in any God. of these hey so, welcome to reality boys okay? so wow. let me uh <laughs> let me bring us all back I mean, to reality <laughs> let's go back to, let's finish this episode of the actual wife swap real quick um, oh yes i know well we have to we have to do it even though i like these tangents <laughs> so let me just give my thoughts i'm gonna let you guys cook okay i'm gonna give you guys a few details so andy so i'll give you my overview essentially so Andy's living in the um in the trailer. He has this girlfriend who's he met in uh, another oh, yeah, rehab show is... or in rehab. Um, yeah, right. I know you have some thoughts his about her, Brandon. Is wild. Yeah. Yes, we'll talk about her in a second. The opposite side, um, Lorenzo Lamas Lamas whatever he um he's on his fifth wife. <laughs> what I want to say about that is um, at what point do you just give up on the concept of marriage? You know. Which which number? I mean, I'm not saying like don't be with women, or continue, but it's like you need to keep the marrying title isn't working out for you. Maybe it's even cursed. I think at number three is when you stop, right? I mean, I don't know. I think that at a certain age you can't be a guy with girlfriends anymore. Yeah, yeah, but I think like married. He's yeah, yeah but that. but I mean, you're, yeah. Yeah, me and me and Jamel talked about this because it's weird to me when you meet like a fucking 45, 50 year old that's like, oh, uh, oh, this is my girlfriend. Yeah, but it's <laughs> never, like, never, it never damn, feels right. Dude, okay, man. <laughs> but Brandon, Brand- Brandon, is it does it really make a difference if you're also a 50 to 60 year old guy who has neon beer signs and a pool table in his family room? 
where he well, has that's also is not raising right. a family. Look, I don't uh, has like I don't know. neon defending that. bush okay. bush yeah, light lines signs. Are thin, man. Yeah. <laughs> so the summary of him is he's dating a 26 year old uh, woman <laughs> who does um, bottle service. Yep. At night, <laughs> which once again, common theme. Why is she doing bottle service? Like, why does she have to work? Or that's where I right. met, man. She, yeah. I don't understand why these girls are wifing up like washed up celebrities, but not even having the benefit of like not having to work. And it's like it doesn't make sense. There's a lot of people who want to continue working, but they continuously yeah. express that their job is a disappointment and hardship in their life about how much they don't want to do it. And it's a bad part of their marriage. Like, he doesn't understand how hard and awful my job is, and I have to be there all night. <laughs> it's just like, come on, can he? <laughs> he's like, he's riding motorcycles and like helicopters. Like, if he just didn't take helicopter lessons, she probably would be able to not do her bottle service job. Although if you watch 90 Day Fiance, you'll learn that older men, by the time they're on their fifth spouse, typically have a more, um, we'll say, conservative relationship toward sharing money and welfare. So <laughs> yes. outside research will you, show you. You leave yeah. with what you uh, came yeah. in with, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about all that, the assets of it all. Yeah, maybe he shouldn't have another wife. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, because then the half keeps getting smaller. <laughs> yeah, just yes. half, half, half. Oh man! So, I want to wow. give you guys this fact before I resign to your thoughts. Um, I just want to read this straight from Wikipedia. This is about because I, I mean, five wives is like a lot, right? So just <laughs> that's I thought, a whole basketball team worth of wives. Uh, I know that's a full court <laughs> you, right there. You yeah, could put <laughs> all your wives on the floor, <laughs> and I think he should. Uh, but here's this fact is another reason why that would get confusing on the team. <laughs> Here it is. After five months of dating, Lamas married his fifth wife, Shauna Craig, in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. He told reporters that he would change his name to Lorenzo Lamas Craig. The decision was motivated by the fact that his previous wife, Shauna, kept the surname Lamas and is legally named Shauna Lamas. And his new bride, Shauna, <laughs> was given the name as a homonym. So his, his ex-wife is Shauna with a U, A-U-N-A. His new oh, wife no. is A-W-N-A, and they have identical <laughs> names, except for one letter. Look, and then, so Lorenzo's he's got a, a type. man, yeah. So he changed it, and then how long after? They short, not long after, they filed for divorce, citing ir uh, irreconcilable differences. So mm. you, if you've married two Shaunas, you fucked up. You fucked up somewhere yeah. along the way, you know? Yeah. yeah. When you're on your second Shauna, like, I mean... <laughs> yeah, that's it definitely was, where you need to pull. Dating up, yeah. two Shaunas, sure. Marrying and that's a great moth story. Yeah, you know? I was in the middle of my second <laughs> Shauna when I realized. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, damn. What do you guys want to add to this? I mean, that's Andy's good, lifestyle is a lot to unpack. Mike Ribiglia one man show. My two Shaunas. <laughs> my two Shaunas. Hell yeah. <laughs> Mike Birbiglia sleep with two hoes named Shauna. <laughs> Let's go. Um, Let's go. <laughs> so, what do you want to say about basically like Andy lives a very strange lifestyle? He seems to be on the up and up. Very strange life. Like coming out, he seems like fresh out of rehab energy. Like he makes a lot of green juices. Um, well, he doesn't make it. His girl does. Yeah. His ex, his baby mama makes green green smoothies for him every morning 
She seems. He's in an airstream. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's yeah, only in the air. He's in the airstream so he could just like have have chicks in the airstream. Yeah. Is that the yes. only reason he yeah. has the airstream? Okay. Well, his girl, but his his girl is like she's one of those like LA types where it's like oh they clearly want to be famous but there's like th- you know there's a lot of things off with them and you know there's whatever you know but uh she's she's very unstable uh, she's she a- she acts in a in a way that is uh you know she's really she's going go going wild a lot it was and the he's heels talking for about me. it cocktail dress yeah <laughs> you come to the house in a cocktail dress yeah yeah I, you know and what Andy, I mean? it's like I don't at know. one point he's talking about his relationship and he's like you know it's a it's it's a high octane relationship you know it's uh she's kind of high maintenance but you know that's, well, what, you that's what it's like that's what it's like openness? dating a model <laughs> <laughs> and then you like look at her and you're like this isn't this definitely isn't a model. <laughs> she it's paid just, for professional photos, and there's a very big right. difference. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't doubt that she has paid for photo shoots. Yeah, yeah sure. It's the opposite I, of modeling. But yeah, Andy Dick yeah. living the dream. Uh, girlfriend with a wife on the side. That's a classic. That's a great joke from uh, Next Friday. That really <laughs> withstands the test of time. And also, um, I mean, Absolutely. an airstream on the side of the house, specifically. You know. And uh, <laughs> by the way. So a couple things I want to point out, like they they continuously in this show reference Andy's airstream situation because the wife leaves. Of course, the wife is the reason he's in the airstream. She's she says that like you know he, it's because of the decisions he's made, and they keep bringing it up. Uh, you know the swapped wife brings it up in the context of like Andy, you you are like aren't paying attention to the kids. You need to move into the house and like you know come into the house, you need to stop living in an Airstream, as if it's Andy, like, wanting his own space. And I'm quite sure he's banned from the house because of benders he's gone on, and that's why he's, like, lives in, a do- like, a, a human dog house. Like, I'm pretty sure he's just permanently out there because of bad things he's done. Am I, am I right, like, in thinking this? I mean, I agree. Yes. He, just, he keeps mentioning the Airstream with the, having sentimental value but i'm pretty sure he is in adult timeout as well yeah and like i don't think he's <laughs> yes they keep like one of the rule changes is that he has to move back in the house i'm sure he's deep down very happy about that but i also think that's like probably the one thing that his uh baby mama does not want is like yeah you know andy is not allowed to live here i bet he's like like i think of it as like in the in the wire season one i think when like bubbles goes to live with his sister and she's like you could tell he's burned her many times and she's like she's like you could go in the basement through the back door but if my children see you you're gone that's it if they even see you if you if we make a noise like i think that's the living situation that andy dick is under right now you know (laughs) i mean i'd i'd love to know what the inciting incident was for the airstream trailer oh i know only imagine the fact yeah. that he's out there just like banging like <laughs> he's just licking like yeah. ears i mean piping licking ears piping down his girlfriend definitely not in a missionary way there's no way they're having like yeah no no christian oh, no. sex they're doing some weird stuff no. back there and i'm sure there's no way they're quiet Respect. either <laughs> you know you're hearing that you're the airstream is that's metal too there it's rusty 
It's making all yeah. sorts of noises out there. The poor kid. When I mean, the airstreams are rocking, don't come a knocking. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. That's what it is. That, that is They're one thing I will that. say for those. For those two, is they definitely have a they've got, probably got have a healthy sex life. That is the one thing I will say for sure is that they definitely are fucking a lot. But yeah, it's a oh one thing about this episode is that I forgot that an element of this show is that if you are if you are wife swapping, you must. Uh, it's not unlike the Santa Claus Tim Allen rules. You know, you put on the fucking Santa outfit. You have to be you. You kill Santa. You have to become Santa. You put on the outfit. You have to become Santa. So like, Real. you switch. You switch wives. That wife takes on <laughs> your wife's life. So in this episode, um, where Andy Dick and Lorenzo Lamas swap partners, uh, Andy Dick's baby mama uh, has to do bottle service. <laughs> it's very funny. Which is Which, just a, a, a daggone we, shame. We, me and Jamel did talk about this because it is, it is very funny to imagine, if you will, you are a guy who pays for bottle service. You're th- this is these are your values. You're you're like, oh, I want some fucking, you know, I want some twenty-one-year-old, uh, you fake know, with a body, fake yeah. ass, yeah, with a tight, tight little body to come come to my table. Yeah. I'm me and my boys bottle with sparklers you pay you pay like a thousand dollars for bottle service and then it's andy dick's baby mama yeah just being nice and a bunch of a bunch of cameras i and i'm not i'm not here to be ageist on your program but if i'm at the club i'm at the club with some purple label shit on (laughs) i got a scarf on indoors And you pull up on me, and you like, and you're like 42. I'm gonna be upset. Give me an extra bottle, man. Oh my god! Just give me two bottles for this. Oh, dude, the the dynamics in this and the unspoken things are the funniest. Also, they're like, she's a bottle service waitress at LA's one of uh, one of LA's hottest nightclubs, and they show it, and I'm like, I don't think this is one of LA's hottest nightclubs. I do not know where this place is. I also don't think it's in LA at all. I have a very strong feeling this is in Huntington Beach or something. You know, Studio sure. City, of course. Yes. Yeah, Amen. yeah. Um, so <laughs> the other thing, and by the way, Andy Dick's baby mama. I, I thought she was very sweet with her bottle service. She was just like, "Hi, can oh, I interest oh, you in some was, delicious rosé?" Like, I would oh, have yeah, liked she was her very kind. be my bottle oh, service. She gave waitress. it her all. She, yeah. no, she, she, she's <laughs> a gamer. Yeah, she's a gamer. I'm just for talking sure, about but... the, you know. The the club ecosystem. Oh know? yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So, you know, so back to um, the Lorenzo house. A funny thing to me is that we we, t- we mentioned this, but it's one of the weirdest dynamics is that they make a point of saying like, when we a, a big thing with us is when we walk the red carpet, we take pictures separately, and she it they they phrase it as some kind of like independence thing where it's like. I know, like, I know that she's not just after me for my fame, which is like funny, by the way. Like, like, okay, yeah. Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> all right, nobody was thinking that. First of all, <laughs> nobody <laughs> thought she was going after you for your your uh, public image. Um, but then, and then, like, taking pictures separately. I was also just like, wait, what red carpets are you walking on? Like, what? You, <laughs> like, what? And then they eventually show it in this weird scene 
where like it, it's one of oh, the weirdest Dee things. Snyder. Yeah, so he takes her in a stretch limousine, which I was cracking up at. Like, who takes a stretch limousine in 2020? Like he like multiple times Lorenzo's calling a black stretch limo, and I was cracking up every time I saw it. And then he goes to like a small th- like basically like one of his friends is probably doing a screening of a movie. <laughs> At the downtown independent yeah literally it was at, like <laughs> the downtown independent like and um like pulling up to a oh i think it was actually at cine family it was at the silent that was at like the silent the <laughs> yeah. family silent theater which is like uh, rest rest in power king yeah. small rest, small rest it's power. like like <laughs> we could you know it was too small of a venue for a yeah but still live podcast put it that way you know it's like very tight-knit situation Red nice, carpet, nice little flex. not the right nice word, flex to toss yeah. but I was cracking up at the dynamic going on <laughs> where like you could tell Lorenzo was like trying to give her a taste, be like, I'm going to give you a little taste of the good life. You know, we're going to get a stretch limousine. I'm taking you to the red carpet and you're going to meet D Snyder. And it's framed in the way <laughs> of like, as if she's like some sheltered um, civilian from like the Midwest or whatever. It's like this woman dated Andy Dick and had a baby with him like in the nineties. Like Andy yeah. Dick was f- really famous. Like I'm sure that she's been Absolutely. in situations that are, could would pale in the comparison to anything he's done. Like Andy Dick, like I guarantee that woman's walked like at the Oscars. She's been to the Grammys probably. Like Andy Dick's like was big. He was big. Like he's this woman's yeah. no stranger to a red carpet. I'm I'm certain. And it was really funny to watch him. I mean, yeah, flex people forget D. Snyder. How, how great he was. No, yeah. <laughs> Like it was, yeah. it was such a strange move he was on his. Great. Uh, sure. Yeah. At one point, and she yeah. he got his shit off. Hey, nobody said that. He had. A, I mean, he was will, big. Yeah, it was wa- weird watching him flex in that way. He to watch him flex D Snyder. He like made a point of introducing <laughs> her to D Snyder, and it like it was such a weird yeah, dynamic. Also, the way the way the wife said it implied that they're going to red carpets all the time. Like, I can understand you sliding into maybe one every now and again, but they're going, like... Daily. They might be going to one a week. Yeah. I know. Yeah, they, they're going to a yeah, lot of I shit. I mean... The daily burn. You don't yeah, have to... Yeah, you don't have to walk that carpet. No, yeah. yeah. And plus, <laughs> she... And then he <laughs> sent her... He sent her to Andy Dick's house in a renegade's dress. She was wearing a dress oh, yeah. that said... Ren- you mean yes. to tell me this lady don't want to be on no fucking red carpets? <laughs> she is wearing your hit show from 1992 I did not realize on that. her so chest funny. right now? Like a throwback jersey? That is so funny. God damn. Yeah, because he's not like... This um, is, he's by no means a household name. The fact that you know who he is, Jamel, is by sheer chance, I'd say. By the sheer uh, the, the sheer will of the the miracle that is a digital antenna. <laughs> Jailbroken antenna. You know yeah, is, yeah, it's like God oh, sent renegade to you. Jamel has to. Jamel has to get oh, skedaddle. Well, for, uh, I just, I just got the word. I got an extra fifteen. That's baby. what's up. We can yeah. finish this. Smooth. Okay. Yes, All right, sir. Let's go. We can, yes, let's wrap sir. this thing up. So legitimately, please. So, um, it's just okay, a weird. We can, we can do. We can do justice to this episode of Celebrity Wife Swap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's such a strange <laughs> dynamic going on here. Um. Like, Lorenzo is just living a weird life. He has, like, this pool table. He's, like, kind of acts like a character he played on TV 40 years ago that, like, nobody even remembers. We think, yes. Not 40. It was 30. It was the 80s, 20, 30 years then. Late 80s, early 90s. He also has a very tiny chin, which I don't think we talked about enough. 35 years ago, probably. 
Yeah, he was a hunk. Yeah, he was a hunk, but like Oh no, you can't tell Renegade shit. He was he was that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, but it was the early nineties actually. All right. So thirty years ago. Yeah. But I mean thirty years, you know. And um yeah, it's just very bizarre. He takes like he's kind of like flexing his lifestyle on her because I feel like there's a it's weird because like they know who each other is. Like he knows who Andy Dick is. So he's like doing this weird stuff and it's like dude you you have a sense of like what her lifestyle must be like um he's treating her like woody allen treats soon Yi in his audiobook <laughs> okay. Okay. have you listened i haven't listened uh, yet and honey, i haven't I read have. or listened yeah. yet and I, ah! yeah, yes, and I have. <laughs> when you sign up for audible you get a couple of free credits i didn't give money to the Woodman, but you know okay yeah um, i listened okay. to his story <laughs> so oh my gosh um god damn yeah it's it's just very strange and then i i think like another funny dynamic is they didn't show this but i uh, what is what's the over under on like the chances andy dick actively tried to have sex with the swapped wife the 26 year old 100 percent. like i feel like that was off like he tried to bang her in the airspring there's no question well that's that's something great oh no there's a cut scene where she's yeah continue oh wait is she is she in the trailer at one point i assume there's a cut scene where she's in the trailer that we don't get to see as you were yeah. saying brandon <laughs> indeed oh no i oh we're tripping over each oh, other sorry ahead, we're all we're all tripping i was just I gonna know. say that zoom, andy doesn't zoom. he doesn't seem to me like a guy who doesn't take his shot you know he's gonna shoot oh he shoots every shot 100 percent. like you can't pass him the ball he's not gonna he's gonna shoot no yeah. matter where he's standing um so yeah. i figure he at shoot least or shoot yeah he shot but it was not on camera. I just I mean, like that's a, assume that that's a great that's a great part of the Gilbert Gottfried Alan Thick episode is that Gilbert does playfully shoot his shot immediately upon arrival. Off He's like, rip. so when do we have sex? <laughs> <laughs> you right. know, I also hate your husband. He fired me. And, uh, yeah, he's like, he's just oh, like yeah. immediately like, but let's a, get this out yeah. front right now. <laughs> I mean, we're we're not even we we won't even we originally were gonna talk about it, but it's kind of we it's like not there's not as much meat as these other two episodes. But I will say, me and Jamel watched that. Gilbert and his wife come off amazing. Yeah, Gilbert, very very frugal, very frugal, kind kind hearted soul. I'm so glad you brought and up he, frugal, Brandon, because I just want you to remember this episode next time we on the road and you try to have me stay at a goddamn <laughs> boutique hotel. <laughs> For eighty-two million dollars, I reimburse. You did. I reimburse. You did, but I just remember. I always I, reimburse. I always Jamel. laugh whenever I open hotels tonight. Whenever I look at hotels tonight, I'm like, Brandon is not going to stay somewhere ranked solid. He's just not going to do solid. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know this. You know this. I've experienced this too. I've watched him. Yeah, be like, hey, we should stay at this hotel. I had this romantic night. Nigga, I am alone and opening for you. Don't make <laughs> me spend all this money. <laughs> it's I reimburse later. <laughs> Brandon loves trying to uh, just net net zero dollars for a tour date. Just try to like yeah. balance it completely. He thinks the goal Ecstatic. is like to try to hit zero. You know what I mean? He's trying to get everybody right mentally. <laughs> I see that it's it's all positive. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I do I do love staying at a luxury hotel 
while uh, performing at a fucking 200 capacity room. Just like a sewer. That uh, yes. isn't even full. It's uh, 175 people showed up. Just like a like a bookstore. Your hotel room's bigger than the venue. <laughs> like, like it would be literally a better show if you just had the entire show in your hotel room that you booked. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh boy! But yeah, Gilbert, great guy, great guy in that episode. Brings has a dinner party where uh, Paul Schaefer and Richard Belzer come over. Oh my god! I almost that goes cried, crazy. Oh nice. That that part went. Wait, they were. You guys they were are into a different together. episode now, by the way. Oh yeah, true. We're just. Yeah, I'm teased. sorry. This I is didn't mean to. You know, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Well, here. I think we decided yeah. we 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 had a lot of things to say about that episode, but we didn't want to disparage the late Alan Thick and. I think decidedly the situation is that it would be hard to avoid disparaging the the thick household in this episode. It was uh, I only saw ten minutes yes. or so, but we we'll we'll move on. Any any final thoughts uh, from the Andy Dick slash Lorenzo Lamas uh, episode? <laughs> uh, hmm. I guess my main takeaway mm. is. Um, we it, it shouldn't be lost how small Lorenzo Lama's face is. Tiny. You don't realize it when he is renegade because yeah. he has the long, luxurious, flowing locks. Also, but now yes. that he's like an old dude with the crop joint, very small facial features. Also, he looks like Marty Funkhauser a lot. <laughs> Jamel, is the head big and then the face is small or is it proportionately sound? Man, you know, it's tough to say. He might just have a yeah. big ass head with normal. He has a long eyes. Yeah. he has a long neck, dude. Just nice. probably yeah, okay, his nice. yeah, he's Merton Hanks. He's got a long one for sure. This is a I'm looking at it now. <laughs> this is an extremely long neck. And he looks, I'm telling you, he looks like Marty Funkhauser from uh Curb. Specifically that role. Rest of extra, power as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's extra tan damn. in that Funkhauser way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Rest in peace. Yeah. Honestly, I'm I'm t- I'm sending you guys in the group Super chat. Dave. Like, look at the side by side situation. Like, they could be related. Could I'm also be related. A upset that we didn't get an update on Andy's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She was in the episode. Oh, Where's yeah. she at? I mean, she seems like a. Th- oh yeah. She seems like a saint to me. Like I, I. She probably should not be on this show. Like, I think the fact that she's a contestant on this. I, I think she's generously watching over Andy Dick like a fifth child, you know? I think she adopted him more so than he's adopted her children. I'm pretty sure that like it's more of a situation where like they've been through enough where like she has a, a place in her heart that Andy will never um lose, you know? And uh Yes. It, they've trauma bonded, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. like it is yeah. Oh, that's true trauma bonding. Yeah. yeah. That's true trauma bonding hours, yeah. Um, even if it's one-sided, who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> one-sided trauma bonding, <laughs> also known as Stockholm syndrome. Um, mm. but yeah, so I don't know. I don't, I don't have an update, but I would. I don't. Knowing what we know now, this might sound crazy, but I want to have Andy Dick on the pod. Is that a cur- you? You probably very easily uh, could. Me, I, ass- I well, assure yeah, you. I maybe not in well, my house. Jack, I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't know. If- <laughs> I don't know. Zoom <laughs> over Zoom, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I checked the Instagram after the that episode, and there is the the button says follow back, and I haven't clicked it because I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I want to. I don't know. I don't know about opening that Pandora's box. I don't know if we should fucking. 
that's a sh- that's you know maybe we shouldn't check in on Schrodinger's cat. It's crazy. It was you nine know, years ago. I don't ago. know. Listen, I you're you're kind of on pod discussing things that maybe we maybe we don't do that. Should Jack. be boundaried <laughs> about this subject. Yes, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, you heard it here first. Maybe yeah, but still featuring Andy Dick, <laughs> August fifth. <laughs> Mm. 2 p.m. as well. Yeah, Yeah, Jack, you can maybe that maybe that's a one-on-one pod. Okay, (laughs) that's true. Well, you know, you know, I don't know. Either way, I mean, I I won't. I won't be giving him intoxicants later. (laughs) Um, look, all I know is that I'm I'm interested to see what else Andy has to say. I'm not. I'm neither endorsing it or um condemning it. I just want the raw Andy Dick data. I want to hear more. <laughs> I want to read it's more dang- in that book. It's a I mean, dangerous a, tango you're embarking on, my you know, man. That is, yeah. Oof, yeah. The book of death. <laughs> yeah. I want to read it. Yeah, buddy. You're playing with fire. I'm ready. I'm ready to burn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know about all this. All right. Well, honestly, I think right, that does well, it for this week. Thanks for coming on. I had guys. a lot of fun. Um, we found out a lot of things, mainly about Brandon. Um, things that maybe he's caused. Or not caused. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I, as his yeah, lawyer, but, uh, I don't think Brandon is can be held responsible you. for these things. Mm-hmm. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, comedy stories. Yeah, we're talking about a fucking high school senior who was yeah. roped into Andy Dick's orbit. Yeah, as a woman in the industry, uh, I absolutely empathize with you. Yeah, facts. See, thank you. Yeah. And welcome. as an eighteen, I mean, as an eighteen-year-old boy, I was. I mean, at least in Andy Dick's eyes. I, I mean, basically, I was basically a, a woman in the industry. Yeah. At the time. Mm-hmm. In a way. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's that Andy Dick incident was... That's not happening to most comics my, the comics my age. Well, what you know? I want to say about that's, that comparison is you should be fully offended, <laughs> Anna, because... Uh, and I am, but when I hear something offensive, I kind of just, I, sh- I you just, gotta just I absorb just it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you just gotta you take know, it I in. I know yeah. about that. Hey, that's a black guy thing. And then, and I know then about that. Women's March on out of there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't want to end on that note. Yeah. I didn't mean to, yeah. but. <laughs> Uh, you know, any, any plugs for the road? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't plug anything after that. You don't want to plug anything on top of that. Yeah. 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 Feel free to listen to me in court defending <laughs> the shit I said on this show yeah. later. Parody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, comedy no, podcast. This episode, it, this needs to be behind a paywall. Yeah, no, yes. You, was, you wasn't for, wrong. For everyone yeah. involved, this needs to be fucking locked in a this fucking vault. Ex- excellent producer work right there, Brandon. Yeah. I'm gonna give you your yeah. I'm gonna give you your flowers, bro. I, I ain't going I ain't going stun on you like that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on. This is a great. Oh boy. All right. Thanks, thanks for guys. listening. <laughs>